Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well this morning. Steve Edge is here. Morning. Morning, pal. Uh, Steve's down in uh, sunny Twickenham. I'm up here in lovely Stockport, living the dream. I've, I've got to say, I've got, this is the first week that I've sort of missed you. Oh, well, it's nine weeks. Yeah. Like, no, I don't mean not, I've not missed you, but because we speak every day, I mean, we, we literally speak every day. I've sort of, yeah. you know, we've caught up on the phone and stuff like that. But today, I, I realised I've not really seen your face, you know, for... Yeah. Well, for weeks. For well, it's months. not up to much at the moment. I mean, the 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 air and the I wouldn't beard recognize has you. taken on. No, you wouldn't. I, I mean, I've joked about this before, but my face recognition on my iPhone does that doesn't literally doesn't recognize me anymore. <laughs> no, I've joked about it. I've said that as a joke before, but it actually is doing it now. Yeah. Well, you sent me a picture of... the other day because we bought um, headphones so we could play PlayStation and talk to each other at the same time, like twelve-year-old boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you sent me that picture the other day of you in your headphones, and I mean, I, I would, I would, I would walk past you in the street. It's, and not it's actually you no, but the headphones is covering the hair. The hair has gone. The sides have gone to a level. They've started curling upwards into like a. Yeah. It looked like, and I've got the big beard. I look like a sort of pound shop Wolverine. So it's not a good look. <laughs> you, look you look like five children in it. I look I like five children at- rolled into one. <laughs> You look like if I just if I just tugged that beard, I'd get three wishes. I think, like, you, I think you would, yeah. <laughs> I think if you tug the beard, the hair would come inside. <laughs> like it's and all fringe, connected. Yeah, it's, I think it's all connected. You could, I think I could floss the inside of my face. <laughs> yeah, I must say, when there was a moment when uh, they started relaxing these lockdown rules, mm. and a, they, I had a slight pang inside of going. Oh my god, I'm not. I'm not ready for the real world. I'm not yet. ready to go outside yet. <laughs> I'm not ready. No, they, no, they've no, got no. to give us a month's notice, at <laughs> least, like three at weeks least. minimum, isn't it? To go yeah. right. We're thinking about you might have to go back out in the real world soon. So yeah. have a shave, lose a bit of weight. Yeah, uh, put some deodorant on for God's sake. You know that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely come to the conclusion that uh, having the time wasn't the thing that was stopping me doing loads of things. No, no, it was never. That it was wasn't. It. When I've got the time, I'll do that. But that that has not been the that has not been the key factor. It's just it's obviously something inert in me that just doesn't want to uh, do anything. I'm, I've not makes excuses. I've not learned no, any no, foreign languages. No. I was going to do sign language. Uh, that yeah. not done anything. Um, I have uh, nothing, uh, instruments, nothing. I mean, I'm, nothing. I've cleaned the yeah. house. And even that, I, I nailed it week one. Yeah, it's not a new skill, though, is it? That you've it's not, not learned a new something skill. there. And also, you're just yeah. cleaning your own house. It's not like, like you're supposed to. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, just, yeah. You know, that's just your... Um, if there was a, if it was like a loose roof tile and you'd gone, I'm going to go and fix that roof, and you'd, you'd learn a new trade. Like, I'm a roofer now. Yeah, no, you, that's... Nothing. I've just cleaned my own house. And, you know, I posted all the pictures uh, on Facebook of me, like, spring cleaning my own house. And right. a few people said, why are you putting, this, why are you putting these pictures on, on Facebook? And I realised what I, the reason I was doing it is because in a year's time, when you get reminded of what you did that day, then I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know so it's it, like a little it, reminder. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's like, oh, this is what I was doing a year ago. That's lovely. Nice. Look at that. I bet, better do that again. I haven't done it since. <laughs> Jason Manford. This is Absolute 
<laughs> I need to know what you look like now. You've described it so well. Okay. Well, I say what I'll I'll um, I'll, do, I'll WhatsApp you now. Right. Hang on. Right. Hang send on. me a picture. Go on. Right. So this is this is la- this was last night. So there's been more growth since since this. There oh my we go. god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, let, please let me put this on social networks. No, 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 no. It's, it's like James going? Bond. This is for your eyes only. What on earth has happened to you? You're like <laughs> Lockdowns happened. Lockdowns <laughs> happened, man. It's happened yeah, to all of us. Some of nah, us are taking nah. it better than other people. Nah, this hasn't happened to anyone else. <laughs> this is just you. This is like, like if I was playing Guess Who. <laughs> <laughs> And this was the face I was trying to go. I was like, uh, has your... Has is he got yours, a beard? Has, has he got a beard? Yeah. Is his hair a bit of a mess? Yeah. Is he dead behind the eyes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Is it it's Steve? Steve. <laughs> it's Steve. <laughs> First question. Is he dead behind the eyes? Yeah, it's Steve. Hang on, you got to put some tiles down. No, no, I know which one it is. No, I know exactly what it is. Does it look like he will kill again? Yeah. Is it Steve? <laughs> Crikey, I think I just after that photo was. I know, I know. I mean, obviously, I'm doing a face to make it look yeah, worse of course. than it is, but Even um, so, but not much worse. I think. I'd, I mean, I think, look, if you look at the time there, that's bath time. I'm just putting yeah. my son to, to for his bath there. My good god, so it's that's just a, like a different person. Mm, I know. It's like, it's like one of those apps, you know, when you um, you know those I aging think, apps where you put yeah. your face yeah, in. But it also, and it ages you. I don't know if. Don't if, just if you turn it in a certain way, you know when you turn a face upside down, it's still another face. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you see it? it totally you is. see that? It's good, isn't That's it? That's so weird. <laughs> You've got a smile in your forehead. <laughs> You're actually smiling more upside down than you are the real way up. I know. All the smiles are in my mind. <laughs> On that wow. Yeah. My goodness. Pound shop Wolverine. Absolutely. That's right, isn't like it? it? Yeah. Huge Jackman. Yeah, huge jackass. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Well, I don't feel so bad now. Yeah, see. I feel, I feel all right. I feel like, um, you know, <laughs> maybe I look I'm all right. Like, I'm going to have to put that on now just so I can see what I was doing a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely should. A year Eddie, ago today. Eddie. Oh, God, who's that? <laughs> Any variation is, I mean, when you come into the house after putting the bins out, you're, you must, you must scare your wife. Yeah, I do a little bit. I think she's used to it now. Yeah. No, that is the wife. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely terrifying. Jason. Manford. Uh, It's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Bin chat. It's that time of the uh, the week again. It's the, uh, the hashtag that is taking <laughs> the taking the country by storm. Uh, yeah. I, I won't be surprised if we don't get a uh, spin-off podcast out of it, Steve. Bin chat hashtag bin chat. Just bin chat. Just an hour of bin chat could could happen. Could we handle an hour of bin chat? I, I I think it'd be would be a struggle to get it into an hour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, uh, uh, what's happened with my bins this week? Um, not a massive deal, I've got to say. I had uh, a situation where I'd made a um, I made a soup this week. I don't know if you do this, but so I'd made a chicken pie for the kids. Yeah, uh, they loved it so much last week. I made it again. So we had chicken pie. Has it got a name? Is it called for like Daddy's Chicken Pie? Is it like a special? Or are I you think just... if you add the word Daddy to any food stuff, mm-hmm. irrespective of if it's 
For no, your if own you are kids. their daddy, I see where you, I see where oh, you're going with yeah. this. But I think if you, you know, what I mean. I know, I get it. Well, I just think yeah, out yeah. of the context of our house, it would sound weird. You want a piece of daddy's chicken pie? Like, it just sounds <laughs> no, don't, weird. You don't have to say it in that voice. <laughs> it sounds weird. So, um, no, I'm not. I'm not. Jason's okay, chicken pie. Right. That's, let's go with that. That's that sounds fine. Right, okay, okay. And uh, so I made that. And then what? So I make it with a full chicken. Right, so full, okay. full chicken, and oh, I mean, don't put a full chicken and then put a pastry over it. Like a did so you I, roast the chicken or, or boil the chicken? Or? Yeah, so boil the chicken, poach the chicken, and then leave that to cool. Make your sauce and all that, and then strip all the meat off the chicken, and then that then mix it mm-hmm. into your into your sauce and uh, and you, make yeah. a pie. And by the way, I made it. It's a proper pie. I know you're very you know specific about. There's a bottom piece mm. of pastry as well. It's not one of these. Yeah, sauce and a lid. Yeah, that's a stew with a hat on, isn't it? That's not yeah. a pie. We've said this before, but that's yes. a... No, nah. the pie's yeah. got pastry on the sides and bottom. Yeah, this is All a chicken joint. pie, not a chicken yeah. lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, um, as you say. So I so I made that. And then what I often do then is... Um, this is going to get to bins, I promise. Uh, then what I do is I stick the, the chicken carcass, essentially, uh, in a pan with a load of carrots and celery and uh, water and a bit of chicken stock. and uh, And then we make a soup. Out of the... Yeah, because you were born in the during the war, wasn't you? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised how much meat's left on a chicken, man. I know, I know, I know. So I boil it down. The, and then what was the blitz just... like? Was the blitz bad or? <laughs> you don't do this. <laughs> I, I've do done this. it occasionally, yeah. And uh, so it made the, and obviously you get rid of that, and then you make a lovely chicken soup. Anyway, I made, I started making it, and. Uh, Boiled it all up and did all that sort of stuff. And then I sort of put it on the side. Then I got busy with school stuff and then, you know, various other things going on. And I just sort of forgot about it. So the next day, there's a massive pan of boiling water, a bit of veg and just a, a dead stripped chicken in there. Yeah, not, just some bones. Yeah, No one's eating that. So I'll get no, rid of it's it. It's like a crime scene. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so, so this is last night. We're putting the bins out last night. And uh, I get a black bag out and I said to my wife, I said, oh, just do us a favour, just pour that into into a bin bag for us, will you? And she said, is it a, a, a bin bag's, like, watertight? Because it's full of liquid. I said, of course the watertight. Like, I was really, like, it's not going to be, <sighs> it's not, like a, it's not a, like a carrier bag where they've got to put holes in because idiots keep putting them on their heads. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a watertight bin bag. You can't have bits coming out of a, of course it's watertight. Bag, anyway, yeah. so, it, and what? they are watertight, of course they are. <laughs> they are, they are, they are good. Poured the soup in there, but obviously the bones of the chicken is quite sharp. Oh, a bit pokey. Uh, yeah. Anyway, split a hole in the bin bag. Uh, soup all over the carpet. On the oh, the bins. So that was my bin chat this week. That's and that was your else. week's rations gone as well. So I know. you can't even <laughs> exactly. make any more. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's uh, that's the bin chat. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Now, last week uh, we we picked a, a German team to support, didn't we, Steve? Yeah, we did. We, we went did. with that, didn't we? Uh, and we watched um, we watched the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. Uh, now they're back. Uh, our team is uh, Borussia, Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund. That's yeah. We went. F- so we had the same team, don't we? Because we don't yeah. support the same team. So we thought it'd be nice to have the same team to support. Yeah. So they played uh, Schalke, Schalke, and they yeah. uh, absolutely battered them. 
Oh, four battered nil. and four nil. A rout, yeah. if you will. I think that, yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, I think that's how you say it. <laughs> I think, yeah, definitely how you say it. <laughs> you, um, you, we, 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 I watched the first half anyway. Cause obviously not, I mean, I, I, I struggled to tell my wife, tell my wife, ask my wife if I could watch uh, the team I actually support since childhood. Yeah, <laughs> so, so to say, yeah. I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm just going to go watch a German team. I've always been a Dortmund fan. You know this. Yeah. As I'm painting my Dortmund, face. Dortmund, Manford, that's what they call me. I've always liked Dortmund. <laughs> big yellow I struggled at the beginning because, obviously, Schalke were the underdog, weren't they? And mm. I sort of like, there was a part of me going, come on, underdog. But I, I mean, you know, mean. but then I was sort of, you know, and then obviously when I looked at it, you know, Wolfsburg were a natural selection oh, I should have taken. They yeah. won as well, though, to be fair. Right. But it's nice that we support the same team. That's what we're doing this. Yeah, week. exactly, exactly. We we they play well as well. I mean, I only watched the first half, but um, what was what was the things you noticed about it that that you thought was a bit weird? I mean, the subs bench was weird, wasn't it? Socially sort of all, distant substitutes. Was, yeah, it went across like three normal benches <laughs> where you normally have it? the reserves and the youth I team. Know. And they were all just miles apart. I mean, I mean, they're all on their phones anyway, so they don't talk to each That's other. That's so fine. And they're all wearing face masks on the bench. Well, in um, the in the tunnel, yeah, as well. When they came tunnel. out, just yeah. as soon as they came out into the the open, they, yeah. You know, there's no mascots, which I thought was odd because you know the kids are. Well, I suppose I see yeah, and he's got a mask on the mascot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if anything, he's the one person allowed at a football game. I know. Yeah. No mascot. <laughs> Big mascot. Who is the mascot of? Uh, this is the sort of things we should know as fans. Yeah, as as big fans, we should know this, shouldn't <laughs> yeah. we? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna Google it. Borussia Dortmund uh, mascot, mascot of Borussia Dortmund. Uh, it's called Emma. <laughs> That's Emma. What it says. Mascot the mascot's Emma. called Emma. Yeah, it's um, uh, oh, it's just a massive bee. Oh, okay. It's just a bee. Oh, so they're a bit like, that's kind of uh, the bees. That's uh, yeah. Brentford, isn't it? The bees. Is it bees? <clears throat> yeah, so. Yeah, uh, yeah I found uh, the socially distant celebration a bit weird. Oh, that was <laughs> odd. Sort of... I thought they would have done something with it. <laughs> yeah, they, I think exactly. they talked about doing some sort of foot dance and stuff, but then in the end, it, they just sort of stood there and looked at each other going, don't t- too close to me. What's happening? I know, but it's it weird all it, a bit because odd. The, game, the game still, you know, there were still close tackles and people shoulder barging and breathing in each other's faces. Yeah. But then when they celebrated, they were like, no, nah, we better... All right. Man, we better separate keep, on this. Keep your distance, yeah. Let's celebrate yeah. for two metres. <laughs> uh, Harlan's celebration was actually trending on social media with his teammates congratulating him like a, at a safe distance rather than a massive pylon that we're used to seeing. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the, the play, being able to hear the players shouting at each other as well, that That's was weird. weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because obviously, obviously the other team, can they always hear that? Or, or just the din... Eric! <laughs> Eric! But does the din of the crowd normally cover that? Or is the defender so, going, yeah. he's going to pass it to Eric? I can hear him. <laughs> yeah, maybe they don't hear it normally, yeah. Normally. I'm on, like, I'm on. Oh, he's on. I better track him. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe they don't normally hear that because of the, the din. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. And, and, and the commentators not being at the game as well is weird. They're clearly at home watching it on telly. Yeah. And obviously a commentating yeah. on the, uh, they're just not, not there at all. It was just really the sort of deadness of the atmosphere, though, wasn't it? Just, just, yeah, it felt really odd. Yeah, yeah, all the shouting. But, it, you know, it was nice to just see a bit of footy. Wasn't there some football in, like, South Korea or something and they put um, dolls and mannequins in the audience, in the crowd? Yeah, and that? they actually played um, sort of the sound of uh, of, cr- of the crowd through the, the speakers, and which even sounds though, mad. 
Yeah, and then everyone said they looked a little bit like sex dolls, and they said they are not sex dolls. They are from a company that makes sex dolls, but they are not sex dolls, <laughs> which I thought was a great comeback. We've had a, an email from Kieran. Uh, Steve. Kieran, okay. Yeah, so Kieran's messaged us. Um, he's in Dudley. And, Dudley, uh, okay. Yeah, so he said, how, yeah, he said, uh, well, yeah, he, that's where the, the affinity ends here, I'm afraid, Steve. Okay. Uh, he says, hello, Jason and Steve. Uh, I looked through an article on the BBC Football website before the Bundesliga started again last weekend, which offered suggestions for which team to support as a West Brom fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm not that. No, I'm not that guy. I don't. No, you know, I know. I don't, I'm the same. Really. I don't. Uh, you know, I just like my live. team. Team. For, yeah, that's what I mean. I, I, I just I'm hate all teams that are varying. All other teams at a varying different scale. They're not even yeah. probably the top anymore. I don't think. <laughs> uh, so don't as think a West Brom them. fan. Yeah, I decided to go for Hertha Berlin uh, purely okay. based on the fact that they also play in a blue and white stripe. Nice and easy. That's, an, that's a, a good. That's a good. Yeah. Good reason, isn't it? Yeah. Upon checking the results, I was pleased to see that they'd won three 0 on their return to playing fixtures. However, having listened to you talk to Steve through the selection flowchart in this week's episode, I decided to see where I would have ended up uh, had I used this. Instead, turns out Borussia Dortmund was the result. Oh, Dortmund! Decided, They're just yeah. leading everybody to Dortmund. Maybe it's maybe it's their their flowchart. Uh, I decided to see what path would have led me uh, to have landed on an already selected Hertha Berlin team. Disappointingly, the only way to land on Hertha Berlin was to answer yes to the question: Does fascist architecture appeal to you? <laughs> well, I mean, well, West Brom fans, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, is... obviously, Wolfsburg were probably already out for him because he was never yeah, going to support them. Support them. Well, I bet he did the flowchart about six times and it kept saying <laughs> Wolfsburg. And he's like, ah, there's something wrong with this. <laughs> uh, this sits uncomfortably with me, naturally. So, uh, so I thought I would ask what I should do, given as it's your fault that I'm now in this predicament. Hmm. Do I switch to Borussia Dortmund or stick with Hertha Berlin with the caveat that this was my innocent selection of a team who also play in stripes and not because of any connection to fascism? I look forward Forward to your decision, though I would hope that anything Steve contributes uh, to this is not influenced by the fact that he is a supporter of a local rival to West Brom. Not that Brom. guy. Not that guy. Uh, not that guy. He says, I'm, keep up the good work, gentlemen. This show is always at its best with you two doing it together, regardless of how good other guests have been. That's a nice thing to say, isn't that's it? That's nice, isn't it? That's so, I uh, think he should stick with his original choice because it's, yeah, uh, it's the yeah the stripes isn't it that's that's the yeah the I think you'll always the colour of the baggies and go with the stripes go with your stripes yeah I think I think stick there as well as much as I'd like you know another uh, Borussia Dortmund, Dortmund fan, fan to uh, to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to join our ranks and that'd be nice I, though because obviously we're doing it so we can support the same team but I could yeah I could support it with a with a West Brom fan that'd be nice wouldn't it all Dortmund fans in it yeah together. we could all come together you know cause... hands across the world isn't it or well, across <laughs> yeah. the black country. Yeah, but then at the same time, I think you'd always have one eye out for Hertha Berlin. Has anyone yeah. ever? Do you, have you, do you know anyone who's changed allegiances to a football team before? I, do, I, mean, I know a lot of Chelsea fans. I, are, but I mean, in yeah. general, <laughs> I don't. I don't think you can, can you? You can't, I, can you? I don't think you should. I think Frank Skinner, actually, absolute radio uh, stalwart Frank Skinner, uh, always said it best. I remember one of his earlier things saying that you should select your football team with a map and a ruler. Yeah, I agree with that. Essentially, just who's closest to you when you were born or where you grew up. But then you've got to factor in like who your parents support. You yeah. know, my mum and dad are both big. We're both big city fans. So uh, even though, and, and we, to be honest, I went to school in Moss Side, where 
the, the ground was. There was no chance of me supporting anyone over it. Yeah. In fact, there was a moment, I think, when I was, I was about seven or eight and I was at school. And can you imagine back then when City were absolutely terrible? Yeah, like yeah. awful, getting beat by Swindon Town on a Tuesday, like terrible. Yeah. And I remember saying one day to me, that, like I'd cracked it, right? So I was getting bullied at school or picked on at school, you know, because of the football and stuff. And I just said, dread Mondays. Oh God, Monday again, and I get in there, you know, and uh, my my PE kit had a bit had like a, an old city badge on it, and all the kids would rib me for it. It was a nightmare. And then um, I remember saying to my dad once, I went, Dad, Dad, I've cracked it, cracked it. And he went, oh, What? Dear. I said, <laughs> I said, you know, like um, City keep getting beat every week and that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes I get picked on in school and stuff. Well, how about this? Why don't we support United? They win all the time. Yeah. How did, how, did, how did that go down? Even now, he doesn't look at me with the same level of love. A as little part of yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, that's 30-odd years ago. There's <clears throat> still an element now where he's not fully... Like, I think um, even on his deathbed, he'll go, I never I never forgave him for that. <laughs> I still don't. Just, <laughs> do you remember the thing with the... <laughs> the thing with the United thing? Really let me down there, son. <laughs> do you forgive me, Dad? Do you forgive me? I don't think I can. This, this is the end, Dad. I know, I know, and I just want you to know how disappointed I was. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I don't know if you saw this in the news this week, Steve. Uh, a Catholic priest has gone viral. Uh, is he? Which I know that's not a sentence you want to hear, is it? Let me finish it off. Uh, after images were shared of him socially distancing from churchgoers by using a water pistol to dispense holy water. Oh, wow. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Father Tim Pelk, who lives in Detroit, Michigan, uh, implemented the clever solution during Holy Week last month after the city introduced a lockdown. However, he's ended up the unexpected recipient of viral fame after the funny photos were shared online by St. Ambrose, uh, Ambrose Parish. In the snaps, Father Tim can be seen wearing a mask and shield over his face while he holds a water pistol in a gloved hand, shooting it through the open window of a car in a sort of drive-by by blessing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Has he got the has he got the pistol turned on a weird angle like his Tarantino film? <laughs> he said they were about ready to have an Easter unlike any in the past. So I thought, what can we still do that would observe the protocols of social distancing? He put on his thinking cap and eventually came up with the idea of a water gun. It's, I mean, it's fairly American, isn't it, I guess? Yeah. Uh, he yeah. even checked in with a pal who is an emergency room doctor to ensure it was safe. Not only did the friend say it was safe and fun, he was also able to provide the priest with the proper PPE he would need to carry out the service. Wow. Isn't that fantastic? So he's just driving through neighbours going, bless you! No, no, he's at the... <laughs> <laughs> say your prayers yeah it sounds like the sort of thing you would say before you shot someone bless you because when you got a water pistol it's quite hard not to so was he just shooting at the was he just glancing no he's What's not he doing it randomly and, and bless it like, no that's what I mean his, but his is he like where's he, where's he hitting with the water so, pistol is what so I'm he's at the at. bottom of the steps near his yeah. church people are driving yeah. past with the window open and then he squirts oh so he's not in the car no, 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 no. He's, oh, okay. uh, yeah, he's he's on the road. <laughs> it's not so good. <laughs> he's on the road and they're driving past and he's squirting their faces in the window. Yeah, it's just like a drive-through blessing, like McDonald's. You know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I get, get three. Yeah, I get a three Hail Marys and a fries. <laughs> 
yeah, go to the next window for your, uh, for, your for, for the body of Christ. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what he's been doing. I, I thought it's sort of great. He, what he could do is just stick it, stick it on the sprinklers and knock it off so for the day. Do, yeah, exactly. What is he just shooting him in the face? What's he? I guess so. The... Yeah, it looks like it because <laughs> it's a forehead, that. isn't it? You have to put it on the forehead. So yeah. What a weird day out that is. Come on, kids, we're off to get blessed by Father Michael. Grab a towel and put your goggles on. (laughs) Yeah, wow, that's a great idea. That is. We're going to do next water bombs for baptism. Yes. (laughs) Just out the window. Put a baby there. Put a baby there. Here we go. Here it comes. Oh, sorry. No, I overfilled that one. I don't know what happened. I love that. I love that when we do stories in America, they've always got right. stupid British accents. Yeah, and the when American we do British ones stories, they're all yeah. yanks. Yeah, exactly. That's the way it works. <laughs> Depends how dramatic they are, doesn't it? <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Uh, how's your week been this week, Steve? What have you been up to? Oh, very busy. I went to, I've been yeah. in the garden, I've been out the garden, I've been back in the garden. Yeah. I've been in the shed. I've been upstairs, downstairs, off my head and back. See how far it is. Oh, I've been very busy. <laughs> I've, uh, I'm, I've, I have actually genuinely been busy. Have you? Like, I've actually been. Yeah. Well, I bought. I was. I'm, I've been trying to buy a ladder this week. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to buy a ladder because. Um, well, <laughs> this is what a I bit did like this a full size ladder or like a step ladder. Uh, yeah, step ladder, not my real ladder, as Harry Hill used to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. Um, so this is the reason, right? So washing the cars. So the car situation is this, right? I've got a tour car. So we have a, ca- a car that I that we tour in, and obviously the tour's supposed to start. Well, it's supposed to be gigging now, and obviously that's not happening. So I'm sort of in too much. I'm probably going to have to sell it. I think anyway. But obviously at the moment it's just sat on the road getting bird poo on it, yeah. and you know, and it's a tour one. It's like a, it's a, a Viano. It's like a van, you know. So I thought I better yeah. wash this plumbing car. So anyway, so I bring it in onto the driveway and I'm washing it all but it's so much crap on the roof I'm like I'm going to get up there so yeah, this is yeah. what I did now this sounds, this sounds like the beginning of an episode of Casualty um, so I've got to get on to get up to the roof to clean it I don't know how you're supposed to clean the roof of a car like when they're that high up I I got a chair and yeah. then next to the chair I put the I put the wheelie bin um, and then so I climbed up from the chair on the wheelie bin you know how stable wheelie bins are yeah um, yeah and then I actually climbed up physically onto the roof, onto my hands and knees. Isn't that the, the bit you meant to be cleaning, though? Yeah, so I was sort of... Yeah, but by that point, it was... It, I mean, this is soapy water. Yeah, and add I'm, a bit of soap to I'm, it. Add a bit of soap yeah. to the mix, why not? Did anyone say, you want to be careful? And you're like, I'll be all right. That's how <laughs> That's the casualty episode like. starts. My wife, my wife looked out the window like... Have you got a death wish? I was like, I've just got to clean the bird poo off the roof of this car. So anyway, afterwards, I thought to myself, that wasn't... That wasn't the safest That's thing I've ever safe. done in my life. No. Uh, don't try that at home. Um, baking soda, by the way. That's the trick to uh, get... You know when you've got bird poo on your car? Bird poo, is it? Yeah, baking soda. Uh, okay. Especially if it's been there for a while, it's a bit wedged in. Baking soda, uh, washing liquid and, and hot water. That's basically what it is. But yeah, like yeah. one part, one part uh, washing up liquid, four parts water, like loads of washing up liquid. Um, anyway, got that clean, nice and clean. And but I thought to myself, I'm gonna have to buy a ladder. Get a ladder, yeah. It's so well, you know, when you're trying to buy something you've never bought before, it's it's actually really hard. But it's tricky with ladders, isn't it? Because I remember when I when I was doing my, I had bought like a full size ladder 
when I was oh, doing yeah. uh, painting something at the back of my house, when I lived in Levenshire, when I lived in Manchester with yeah, your yeah, uncle yeah. Gary, and yeah. I got halfway up the ladder and he went, too fat for that ladder. And I went, what? And he went, 15 stone, says 15 stone here. You're fatter what, than the, that. The weight. Yeah, so there's the, a, the weight, yeah. And, and, he's, and I remember him saying, he went, and you're carrying paint, and you're chewing. So like, like that added to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, how does that add to it? And he said, saliva, isn't it? Like as if the, that came from somewhere else. <laughs> like other than the weight of mine. Yeah. So 15 stone is the normal. So you've got to look for that as well. You've got to get well, a... Well, I'm, si- I'm 16 and a half, so... Right. Well, so what, the Giacomo de ladders? I don't know. Where do you get... <laughs> Giacomo ladder. High and mighty ladder. That's what, well, that's what I need as well. Anything over 15 stone, you need a special, you need a special ladder. I couldn't believe how expensive ladders are. But that's why... No, but that's why, when you think about it, right, when you think of a window cleaner, what does a window cleaner look like? Just if you had to draw one now. Like, yeah, dead thin. Yeah, whippity, isn't they? Live, like whippity, whippet. under 15 stone. Yeah, of course. Yes. You ever see a fat was, window cleaner, do you? I was going <laughs> to... No, that's true, that's true. I George was going to buy... was quite a big bloke, though. He was, was, he really? was quite a big bloke. Yeah, so he wouldn't have been able to get on a ladder. You can see the things that I can see. No, well, all he can see. If when I'm cleaning your downstairs windows, he can only he can't get up the ladder. Him, my profession, it's too big. If you could see the things that I can see when I'm cleaning windows, all he can see is you watching telly. It's not allowed upstairs. Or maybe doing a bit of cooking. Yeah, it's nothing upstairs. You can't no. see up there. I found the cheapest ladder I found was thirty-four quid, and I thought that for a step right. ladder. For a step ladder, honestly, mate. Like four steps in it. No, no, this, yeah, no. That's like a tenor step. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. The price is on a stepladder. You can get oh. like little two step ones, they're like 15 quid. So, yeah, you're talking. Uh, yeah, but what are you getting for 15 quid there? You're getting an extra foot off the ground. I know, you know what I mean? I mean, the reviews on the stepladder, I thought, oh, this looks all right, 4.6 yeah. out of 5. The last reviews were, this ladder is dangerous, do not buy, see photo. <laughs> Death trap. What was C photo? What was the photo? It was just like someone impaled on a ladder. Just through his head, like one of those comedy arrows, straight through the centre of his head. Not rigid enough, one star. Not worth it. Unstable, and to return is too expensive, so you can't get rid of it. Oh, no. I was like, ah, I might leave that. Right, I'll stick with a wheelie bit in the chair. <laughs> Seems safer. I'll tell you the other thing I found odd about uh, when I was researching ladders, Steve. Yeah. Is um, some of them put it in like big bold letters, they say, step ladder with anti slip. Why, why is that added bonus, is extra? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, no, that's not. I'm not, I'm not paying that extra fiver. I'd rather slip. I'd rather have a really slippy ladder. <laughs> that's the sort of ladder I want. Um, I found a fantastic life hack this week. One of the most popular Go things on. I've ever posted on hack. social media, Steve, right? Yeah, listen to this. You know them little uh, chocolate goo pudding things that you get from the shop? You know oh, yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. They're like in a little glass ramekin. Yes, I do. You know yeah. the ones I mean, don't you? There's a, there's a, you never know whether to throw the ramekin away, do you? Well, let me tell you now. Do not throw them away. Key, key lime pie, that's the best one. Key Ooh. lime pie, yeah. Don't throw those little glass ramekins away. Why, Steve? No. Why, you ask? Why? Yeah, why? The lid... From the Pringles tube fits exactly on it. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah, mate. Oh, what are they? Are they? In, are they in each? Are they in cahoots or something? These no, guys? it's just totally random. Not know. 
No, it's just a, it's just a random bonus. Oh, so because oh, hang on, I'm gonna have to <laughs> game changer, this. absolute game changer, isn't it? Yeah, I think I've well, saved. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm not suggesting that you should only half eat a goo pudding and then, and then save it because nobody's ever done that. Um, no. But just think of the world of opportunities that that opens up now. The things you can keep fresh. See, I don't normally buy the Pringles, though, so now I feel like I have to buy the Pringles. Well, I think the sales of Pringles and goo puddings will go up after this fact uh, gets into the mainstream. Isn't that amazing? That is, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That is good. I'm taking that. Uh, a lot of people, when I posted it on Facebook, Claire Hughes said, Jason, this may have just changed my life. Wow. I have millions of these ramekins. I mean, obviously, it depends what sort of person you are when it comes to the ramekin. You yeah, know, for is, us, yeah. we've, got, we've got like a like a shelf of ramekins that nobody's oh, got, ever I, used. I, I get to like four and then I go, like, we need to get rid of the rest. But my mother-in-law, oh. is, she's a bit of a hoarder. So she'll just keep them all, and I'll just find them in the... Even if I put them in recycling, she'll take them out and put them in a separate cupboard. <laughs> My parents use them as ashtrays. always four so mushrooms in that's the cupboard the sort of going off somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's the difference between our families. <laughs> they do get used in our house, but not for good things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Claire said it absolutely changed. Now she's got millions of these ramekins, and I love puddings. Now, that basically gives me... Uh, the permission to buy loads of Pringles so I can get the tops of them. Absolutely, it does. Mm, yeah, exactly. Right, I'm going. I'm going. I'm do surprised they've not. I'm surprised the supermarkets have not put those two things together. Get one, get one what, free. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little offer there going on. Pringles and a goo. Yeah. Knock yourself out, and then you've got your. Well, you uh, could use the Pringles to scoop the goo out, couldn't you? If you were, if you were that way, if, inclined, you, were if you were pregnant, if you were or disgusting. Or <laughs> yeah. No, you know when you have those weird sort of. No, when you're pregnant, you have sometimes weird cravings. You know, you go, oh, I fancy that with a bit of coal on it. You know, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, there, there is a bit, yeah. I remember a friend of a friend uh, eating the lino in the kitchen. That can't be good for you, can it? Because like normally is it like the a li- mineral that you're needing? I think so, yeah, it's like an iron in it or something. Yeah, it's not I like a what. bit of your body that goes, I need linoleum. It's a bit drafty <laughs> in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eating a bit of lino. So no, don't do that. Don't do any of that. Um, no. But yeah, so I, obviously the great thing about the um, Debbie says, and this this probably goes once we get back into the pubs. Uh, but Debbie says that uh, the Pringles lid also fits on most uh, pint glasses as well. So oh. she says, perfect for keeping your bugs off your drinks while you're outside. Oh, that is nice. Give them a clean that, first, yeah. though. You don't want halfway through a Carlsberg and a bit of sour cream and onion. Tastes like in. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like barbecue to you. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. I, I, I just, I love a life hack. My, my kids, th- that's what they watch on YouTube. Just like ten life hacks. And I, and yeah. I said, what? And they'll be like, let me just. Can I just watch this last one, Daddy? I'm like, what? Your life hack is you are my child. I do everything for you. Yeah, I am so, your life hack. <laughs> I am literally your walking life hack. Don't worry about it. Uh, Joanna says, if you've got an oil-based stain on your clothes, sprinkle a bit of talc and leave overnight before washing it. Gets it out first time. Mm, that's a that's good, a good one, isn't it? This is I a think the one, one I'm using currently oh, at the what? moment, the one we've Hang mentioned on. before, when you mm. press, when you hold down the uh, open door button on your, on your if you've got... Oh, and it opens car, all the windows in the car. It opens all the windows. Because obviously it's yes. hot at the minute. That's... A, Beauty. That's a cracker, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. on a lot of cars, if you pre- on the key fob, if you press the uh, o- unlock the car button for like three seconds, 
all the windows open and vice versa when you're closing them as well. I know it's yeah. great, that, isn't it? That's a Just when it's hot, get a little bit of wind going through the car. Lovely. I'm into that. Uh, what about this one from Lucy Teal? Uh, she uses like a muffin case, you know, the plastic muffin cases or the um, yeah. Yeah. The, the paper ones, uh, and puts the, in, if a little boy's having a lolly, puts the lolly in the in the case so it doesn't get all over his hand. Oh, that's good. That's, that's a good, good. one. That's well, like a little, little dish, yeah, yeah. I'm liking that one. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan one. of these. Uh, and Sally Buttery, which is a we've Great actually name. got yeah. uh, our little <laughs> little quiz coming up very shortly. Uh, our anchor butter quiz. Um, Sally Buttery says use a balloon because this is the thing. This week we got the paddling pools out, but obviously the water's freezing. Yeah. How do you get the water warm in a paddling pool? I don't know. She says use a balloon to attach the hose to the hot kitchen tap to get warm water in your paddling pool. Say that again. Right, so you get a balloon, you know how tight a balloon is? Yeah. You put it over your tap. Yeah, your hot tap. You cut, you, yeah, the hot tap. You cut the bottom of the balloon and you put the hose inside that hole as well so it's watertight because oh. the balloon... And then yeah. you can get hot water into your... Oh, into your blooming paddling pool. That's a good hack. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. I'm having that. Nice one. Keep them hacks coming. Get in touch on the uh, the Facebook or the Twitter. You can always, always email me as well on the Absolute Radio website. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hey, Steve. Bit, bit unprecedented, but uh, got a second bin chat. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. <laughs> Debbie Lennox uh, says, I have four bins, Jason. Black for general waste, blue for card and paper, red for food and grey for glass, metal and plastic. But when we go to the tip, just to confuse us, glass, metal and plastic are all disposed of separately and paper has to go in with the general waste. Oh. That's crazy. Oh, This is no. crazy. Oh. Well, I mean, Jan I'll stand here. Well, I do find that at the tip, to be honest. Our local tip is your tip doing the thing where uh, odds are allowed to go odds on the uh, on the registration. Yeah, it has, but it, it only day. opened. It op- yeah, it opened on Monday. Yeah. So today, Thursday, when we're recording this, is the second day of the the odd numbers, which is when I could go. But I went past it the other day, and it was pretty yeah. pretty shocking queue. I think it was a two hour queue. So yeah, I thought I'll massive. I'll wait. I know that's it, isn't yeah. it? I, I don't know what to do myself because. You know, we've, this is, I mean, I'm going to get slated for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. My car is odd, but my wife's car is even. Now, oh, where so do you, you stand? Which day you want to go? Well, where's, what, what's the, where yeah. do you stand there morally? Because I can yeah. go any day. Well, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but is that, I think if am you I went, getting something? If you went because... two days in a row, you'd have to yeah. wear a disguise, which <laughs> might be quite fun. Just dropping off some wood, mate. <laughs> what? You're right. Yep, it's just uh, gardening recycling. Just some recycling stuff. Why you doing that? You're Jason Manford? No, 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 no. no I get that I'm, a lot. Uh, I get that a lot, you know. Did <laughs> you sound 90? Because you're doing a. In my head, you've put flour in your hair and you're oh, an old see. man who's getting rid of some rose bushes. I don't need to put flour in my hair right now. No. Um, Julie Bland says, um, I love bin chat, Jace. Love it. Uh, we got, we've got a big. Put a big notice of thank you to our waste technicians uh, on our road. 
So they've put a big sign up yeah. near the bins to say thank you for all the work they've done. And the bin men took it and put it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I hope they saw it first, but they're still doing so. their job. <laughs> oh, what's this now? <laughs> but maybe just ripped half of it down. Thank you. What does thank you mean? Oh, right. It's probably abuse. Just throw it in a bin. Now, Linda Beaumont and Mary Bowling have both said that they've been leaving out gifts for the bin men. Hmm. What sort of yes. gifts? Linda's, well, Mary's been leaving out beer. Like, like, that's like a good idea. Like a crate of beer. I bet they didn't throw that away. And yeah. uh, But Linda's been making some homemade cakes to say thank you during lockdown. Oh, that's nice. Are they all wrapped it's up? Nice if you're in the middle of Dempsey and Binge, your hands aren't. You no, you definitely don't want that. I don't. Know, obviously, I, I, if the recycling people get there before the bin men, then they'll take them beer bottles and go. I think these are recycling, or they're meant for us because <laughs> yeah. that's come at different times. The recycling and the yeah, bin same, people yeah. are different guys. That's a nice idea, though. I like that idea from Linda and Mary, just sort of leaving out cards or gifts for for our key workers. I'm into it. I'm into it in a big way. That's uh, yeah. a second instalment and uh, a totally worthy second instalment of yeah. uh, Hashtag Bin Chat. Uh, it's Hashtag Bin Chat. Hashtag Bin Chat. Hashtag Bin Chat. I enjoyed this story this week in the paper uh, about a fellow who got his girlfriend a cake uh, for farting for the first time in front of him. Got a cake? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's certain milestones, aren't they, in relationships, staying at each yeah. other's house, meeting the parents. Uh, but for this couple, the first fart. Uh, it took three years to finally reach the all-important milestone and to celebrate his girlfriend's first pump in front of him, Ryan McCurleen got her a cake to mark the occasion. Uh, the cake says, took you three years. Congratulations for finally farting. Ryan, 24... How did she blow the candles out? (laughs) 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 Ryan! Ryan bought the cheesecake for girlfriend Kayla Warren, 21, after she did a little accidental one while she was in bed next to him the week before. Easily done. The Aussie couple from the Gold Coast, Queensland, made a pact a month into their three-year relationship that if dental nurse Kaylee ever broke wind in musician Ryan's presence, he would buy her a sweet treat. <laughs> what a weird thing to do. <laughs> what a weird pact to make. That was a weird pact. Uh, Ryan said, with me, it was like three hours <laughs> or maybe a day, but Kaylee's yeah. more polite when it comes to that sort of thing so maybe a month or two into our relationship when i hadn't heard one yet i said it to to assure her that it would be all right to do uh it would break the ice cracky that's a hell of a fart yeah <laughs> Which ice? Ice. like polar ice caps <laughs> three, three years of extreme reluctance and denial later she finally slipped up I spent $40 on the cake and Kaylee started laughing when she saw it. She thought it was incredible. Uh, posted on Facebook, the 24-year-old said he heard Kaylee's fart at 2am. He just sat there waiting for it to do it. Oh, in the middle of the night. Gotcha. He was, he was filled with pure surprise and joy as it was so loud it woke her up before she attempted to blame their dog. Well, she's been holding him <laughs> for three years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cracky, if, I, if I knew a cake was an offer, I might have held mine in for a bit as well. Yeah. I think that that's nice though in an in, early on in a relationship, isn't it? When yeah. you don't do those sort of things in front of each other. Imagine if it had been a really disgusting one though, and he gone, "Do you know what? I want to break up with you." 
after three years. I can see why you didn't fart in front of me, you smelly cat. That is absolutely rank. (laughs) Get out. Oh, my goodness. It's funny when you're early on in a relationship, it's quite a sweet thing to do, but, like, after you've been married for a few years, it's like like a competitive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think... It's certainly... I mean, my wife still gets embarrassed, I think, when she does it. Mine definitely does not. <laughs> well, she has my, a moment. My wife, she, she, my wife favours the rule of three, even if sometimes there isn't, <laughs> there isn't enough for three. And it's wow. You can, I can see the danger sometimes. Going, you shouldn't have gone for the third, three, should you? <laughs> but uh, force no, it. very much. I'd give her a cake if she'd stop. <laughs> Have you been watching much telly this week, Steve? Uh, yes. I mean, there's nothing else yeah. to do, is there? I've got a no, sort of, of shed, haven't I, full of weird old sort of DVDs, so I just played through those, really. Uh, oh, don't get idea. any enjoyment out of it, but I feel like I'm achieving something. <laughs> Fair enough. I had a moment this week, I better make sure my wife's not listening. I had a moment this week uh, where I was um, I was taking somebody to the uh, the, the, the hospital, and... Um, I've got I've got my mask on and that, and they don't know who I am because often they're quite elderly, you know. Mm. And as I was driving to the hospital, I said, "Oh, have you been watching much telly?" And we we're having a chat about the telly, and she'd watched a few shows, and I sort of you know suggested Race Across the World, and you know I sort of give I give some suggestions that I think they might yeah. like, and. Um, and I said I thought oh I'll, I'll mention the Split, which is a TV show that my wife made, uh, mm. for the BBC. It's about divorce lawyers and. It's very well written, Abby Morgan and all that sort of stuff. And so I just said to this lady, uh, I said, oh, I'll tell you what's good if you've got the iPlayer. And she said, oh, yeah, no, I've got that. I said, it's a, it's a show called The Split. Uh, it's about divorce lawyers. She said, oh, I have seen that. I have seen it. I said, um, did you enjoy it? Did you like it? She said, mm. <laughs> I was mm. like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah, no, it was good, yeah. No, I did enjoy it. She said, I just found them a bit, you know, when people who've got everything are moaning. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, crikey, that's a good... Don't, don't mention it, yeah, yeah. That is a good assumption, that, isn't it? It is, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's a good description. When people who've got everything are moaning. <laughs> I mean, that's basically me <laughs> for, yeah, for a lot of my life. Right. That's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I loved it. I, I just thought, I thought, I can't tell me. I've not still not told my wife. And she doesn't listen to the show, so she'll never know. That that happened. Um, I'd say the show I have been watching, or I tried to watch, uh, everyone was raving about it. It was number one rated on Netflix, so they certainly don't need my say-so to say it's yeah. any good or not. It's White Lines on Netflix. Oh, I saw I got a little email saying, do you want to watch this? I haven't, yeah. I haven't looked at it. Any good? <sighs> it is good. It's well shot. It's made by Left Bank, who makes some fantastic TV shows. They make The Crown and, uh, you know, Strike Back and various other things. Um, you know, it is good, but what the problem for me, and it's probably good for the rest of the country, and you might not even notice yourself, Steve. I know uh, it didn't bother my wife when she was watching it. Uh, she's from Kent. It's the fake Manchester accents. Oh, is it book. set in Manchester? Well, it's, it's set in Ibiza, but they're all right. from Manchester, right. and they're all a bit mad for it, and a bit, you know, how's it going? Song a bit like that, is it, you know, like yeah. 1990s. Yeah. yeah, it's real. I mean, I don't want to hear Lawrence Fox, posho Lawrence Fox. He's he's doing a man, man accent. Doing a Manchester accent. Oh, it was making me teeth dry. I kind of want to watch it now. <laughs> Honestly, watch just watch it, and then I want and next week I want your review of episode one. Oh, I'll, I'll try. 
try it. Try as much as you can. But it was just, and whether it's just because it's my accent, and so obviously I know what it's supposed to sound like. The nearest, I suppose, was Angela Griffiths, but she's from Leeds, so I can sort of see she could she could get away with doing a Manchester accent, but. Oh, it was hard work. And I, look, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm the king of accents. And I've done, you know, a few shows over the years where I've had to do like New York or Boston and stuff in the in the musicals that I've been into. But, you know, the the amount of effort you put in <laughs> and work like you work with a, um, a voice coach and they literally go through it by like syllable by syllable to make sure that you get it right. And you get people from that. Like, I had people from Boston coming to see Curtains to check the accent was uh, bang on and all that, you know, like you put so much effort in. These people have just gone. Oh, I've seen a couple of interviews with the uh, Gallagher's. I think I'll be able to wing yeah, it. Yeah, I see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I listened oh. to a, an interview once. Yeah, no, it's. I don't think it matters sometimes if you like just do just do your own accent. You know what I mean? If the story's good enough, I agree. And it depends what it is. Obviously, if it's like an historical thing and this yeah. person, like if you're playing Liam Gallagher in a. Obviously, you've yes. got to attempt one, but like yeah, and, and if you're in Coronation Street or EastEnders or whatever, like those well, are most of them. Be... Well, they have a lot of those are like Leeds, aren't they? Like well, yeah, that's true. Leeds, that's true. What about? I mean, I know you're not Birmingham, but uh, black country. But what about Peaky Blinders for you? Do you, well, do you find those accents? Yeah, I don't. Right? Um, no, terrible. I mean, I think it's well, it's an accent that's never on telly. My accent, but it, yeah, if it yeah. is, it's terribly done. That's because yeah. it's an odd accent. I mean, everyone would say this. Everyone who's got a sort of standout accent, like you know, Irish, Scouse, yeah, Geordie, uh, Geordies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, if you do that, it's a voice that people want to do back at you, and uh, yes. it's, it's done badly. But I, spe- I mean, I, I don't know. From my point of view, it is that doodlay and and you know all that. Oh sort of stuff. yeah, of course. Oh, we just don't don't hear it very much on telly, so it's not bad. But it, like, I think if it's done badly, it's really great. But I think that's all accents. I want to say. Yeah, yeah. So White Lines, I don't know what you guys thought, but um, I just couldn't get through episode one because of the accents. But uh, let us know what you think. Uh, get in touch on Twitter and uh, and the old Facebook. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Laura says, what about uh, Mel Gibson in Braveheart? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's not... You'll not never take it. our freedom! <laughs> now, that's better than it is. That's, that's like actually Billy better Conley. than it is, yeah. That was <laughs> Billy Conley in Braveheart. <laughs> Are we jobbies? <laughs> <laughs> that's but what I tried to do my part. the thing with the freedom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I can do Parkinson, but only by saying the phrase, our next guest is Billy Conley. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's the only time I can do. That's the only thing I can do as as, as Parkinson. Well, one time impressions. <laughs> one time impressions. Yeah, absolute king of the one time impression. Um, Rebel Wilson in Bridesmaids. Somebody says trying to be. I thought she was just Australian in Bridesmaids. Didn't I think Someone she's says just she was Australian trying to be British. Yeah. Was she? I yeah. don't. I, I don't you know. Yeah. Stacey says Sean Bean's refusal to do any other accent whatsoever. Oh, he just just does not care. <laughs> he does not. Just does not care. <laughs> I mean, even when like even when the company's called O2, I mean, it's all different ways. He's like O2. He he's, he's going full on Sheffield. I tell you, who is good though. Is uh, Martin Compton in Line of Duty? I've, yeah, yes. So he's Scottish. He's like full on Glasgow accent, and uh, you wouldn't, you'd never know it. You'd never know That's it. It sounds like. It? Yeah. In fact, when people hear him talking, I'd say the other absolute banger of an accent is old uh, Jodie Comer. From Killing yeah, Eve, yeah. Scouser. 
Not much scarce in that, is there? Yeah. I mean, she's full on. What is it? Russian or whatever the accent is. It's full on. She's brilliant. And then you hear in interviews, and, you, and she's so demure and and, uh, and beautiful and talented. And she's and then this really strong accent comes. Ah, yeah, no, as when I was when I was doing it was the. Friday, uh, you know, we were going without taxis. Yeah, it was that <laughs> one. Like, like, wow, I was not expecting that accent Didn't to come expect out. Didn't that at all. Yeah. Um, but and sometimes the best actors in the world just can't do it. You know what I mean? The uh, Stephen Graham, who's one of the best actors this country has, has produced, trying to do a Welsh accent in White House Farm. He sounded that's like. Bad. Well, it's a great, it's a brilliant show, but yeah, he just sounded he sounded a bit Indian. You know, when you go a bit Welsh and then you go into India. Yeah, like yeah. it was a little bit like that, you know. Um, what about old uh, Brenda Blethyn in the as a Geordie in Vera? In Vera, yeah. I mean, my mother-in-law loves a bit of Vera, so yeah, she, yeah, she just likes the show and no one questions it. But it, I mean, it's not even just Brenda of it. She at least she's having a go. A lot of yeah, the yeah. other people in it are just they're just generic northern. They're not even doing yeah. Geordie. <laughs> what about Daphne in Frasier? That was a terrible yes, man. Yes, Jane, Jane Leaves, yeah. But apparently, wasn't it? The, the Fraser's dad was from Manchester. Yeah, he's from Manchester, yeah. So he taught her the accent, so he's the one to blame, really. <laughs> so it's his fault, yeah. I mean, Van Dyke, they say, is the worst, isn't he? Dick Van Dyke doing the oh, he's Mary, Poppins. Mary Poppins. But I've got to say, as an Orvener, that's what you sound like. Yeah, I agree. I'm like, oh, I'm Mary Poppins. I'm like, that's what you sound like, mate. That's bang that's, on, that isn't is, it? It's actually, actually bang on. <laughs> that's the problem, isn't it? The bits that stick out. The bits that you think that's London, that's you know a Cockney yeah. accent, and that's the same with all of them, with with Scouse, with Brummy, with Mank, and everything. And then you, people just exaggerate those bits, don't they? <laughs> yeah, uh, we might. I'm going to do a top five worst accents in films. They could they could all be in there. Sean Connery in Hunt for Red October, uh, Richard Gere in The Jackal, even recently Robert Downey Jr. doing a Welsh accent in Doctor Doolittle. Uh, Is he? So, yeah, apparently so. Why? About, I mean, who knows? Doctor Doolittle did not have to be Welsh. No, he could have been from anywhere. But he's gone. Do you know what? He's got the confidence to go. Do you know what? I can do a really good Welsh accent. Can you? Yep. Yep. I can. <laughs> Just hey, bear with me, guys. So coming up next, the top five or bottom five uh, worst accents in TV and film history. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music. Matters. I loved all these messages about uh, terrible accents that have actually spoiled spoiled films for you. Mm-hmm. That can happen. You can go. That's sort of what happened with White Lines. I thought it was. I mean, it looked great. It looked right up my street. But I just can't get past this the, the, <laughs> the Manchester accent thing. Um, Brad Pitt in Snatch. Somebody says. Never seen. Remember, is he doing like, like London? Weird, is he doing? No, it's sort of like an Irish. Is he doing uh, Irish? Is it, yeah. traveller type accent? Yeah. So it's. Yeah, not good. Not good. Um, somebody said Jason Statham uh, in most things. <laughs> that seems a bit harsh. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, Andrea yeah. says, can never work out what nationality he's supposed to be. Uh, and um, Keanu Reeves trying to do an English accent in Bram Stoker's Dracula. But I forgive him because he's awesome, she says. Yeah. Um, Amy said Andrew Lincoln in uh, the in The Walking Dead, but I, that didn't bother me to be honest. I sort of English actors doing American accents. I think generally is I think anyone well, can sort think, of do an American accent. We think that, don't we? Well, do you there's Americans somewhere going, oh, what's this? Do you think so? <laughs> I don't know. Doing? 
No, I, I don't know. I, I think Andrew Lincoln's accent's brilliant in Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, like Idris yeah. Elba when he was in The Wire. I think there's only about 12 accents in America as well. It's not like here where it changes from Warrington to 10 miles up the road to Manchester. You know, we've got so yeah. many different accents in this country because uh, we've been invaded so many times from various angles. Uh, so... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I've got a top five, though. Here's my top five uh, terrible accents in movies. At number five, Leonardo DiCaprio, Blood Diamond, uh, his attempt at the South African accent. South Africa. Uh, I think he, uh, he says... At number four, oh, this is an absolute cracker. Don Cheadle in Ocean's Eleven doing a bit of a mockney, cockney accent. Awful, awful. Right, my love. Number three, surprising, only at number three, Mel Gibson, Braveheart, the Scottish accent, inverted commas. You'll never take our freedom. Number two, and again, a surprise entry at number two. It could easily have been at number one. Dick Van Dyke, Mary Poppins, also... A London Cockney accent, we think. But number one, it's a joint winner at number one. And on my Facebook and Twitter, oh. it was the standout favourite. Now, it's a film you might not have seen, oh, Steve. What is it? It's yeah. a film called Far and Away. It stars Tom Cruise oh, and I Nicole Kidman, both yes, I have seen attempting an Irish accent. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. bad. It's pretty bad. Uh, here are some examples of our top five worst accents in films. You get one more dead body. Instead of aeroplane, way forward grenade launchers. Something I go go to the government, huh? Then government at least then go pay me, huh? Oh, lay the hell. You t- You had one job to do. The last time Longshank spoke of peace, I was a boy. And many Scottish nobles who would not be slaves were lured by him under a flag of truce to a barn. I was very young, but I remember Longshank's notion of peace. Oh, what, ladies and gents? Comical poem, suitable for the occasion, extemporized and thought out before your very eyes. All right, here we go. Room in for everyone, gather around. The constable's responsible. Now, how does that sound? Tell me you like my hat. You're not wearing a hat. Say it. Say you like my hat. You're not wearing a hat. Say it. Why can't you say it, Shannon? Why can't you say you like my hat? Why can't you say you like my suit? I've earned this. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve, guess what's happening? Monday. One of the highlights of my radio career. Oh, I've been asked to go on BBC Radio 2 and do Ken Bruce's Popmaster. Oh, Popmaster? Yeah, yeah. They're doing a radio hosts uh, special. So there's a few of us from various radio stations across the country uh, and um, we're doing Popmaster with, with Ken Bruce himself. Have you been? Have you been swatting? Have you been? I'm not learning? really. No. I mean, I like a quiz. Do you know a little just... bit about pop music throughout the ages? It's it's not my go to subject. No. Um, what would I you, mean... if you if you didn't know? Like if I said yeah. which rap star, what would be your go to? <laughs> because my mother in law just says Stormzy every time, no matter yeah. what the question is. 
I probably yeah. Who would you go? Which rap star had turning Grammys? <laughs> we had Kerry Godleyman on a few weeks back. Who's uh, mother keeps calling uh, Stormzy Wanzy, <laughs> which made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like I just go Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. We got have a you got to have a go to, haven't you? I yeah. in, in every pub quiz yeah. when I don't know the answer, if it's about a motorway, a country, or anything, I'll just write Paul Young. Whatever the question, if I don't know, Paul Young. Has it ever has it ever been right? Never paid Never. off yet. No. Um, no, I do like a quiz, and I feel like I'm good at them generally. Um, obviously, apart from when we do our family quiz and you keep accusing me of using Google. Well, you're um, always on your phone when I see it. That's why. Because I'm right, cause you've got to write the answers down to send them to the WhatsApp group. Okay, yeah, yeah. You've done it several times now, to a point where I'm like, it's not even a joke anymore. He actually calm, thinks this. Calm, calm down. <laughs> It just annoys me. You're getting really, Um, you're getting too too angry for someone who's innocent. (laughs) Uh, So we've done a few quizzes together. I mean, we're a little bit over our family Zoom quiz, aren't we? If we're honest, well, we did it. What did we do it for? Seven weeks, eight weeks, seven weeks, yeah. And we've not done it for the last two weeks because when we, (laughs) I mean, the other day we put on the group. Are we quizzing tonight? And nobody answered. No one answered. Nobody answered. Nobody Even answered. the people doing the quiz. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They just had a baby as well. So I just thought, yeah. well, let them have it. They've got a young yeah, baby. Let's not answer yeah. the quiz tonight. Exactly. But, but we no, could, yeah. we're doing one Tuesday, aren't we? We're doing a family one Tuesday because it's my birthday. So we're doing, yes. a, uh, doing a family quiz. Family and friends quiz Tuesday. That we, yeah. Okay. That's what yep. we're going to do. Um, so I thought, since I've got a uh, sort of revise for um, Ken Bruce Potmaster, um, I thought if you just Google uh, okay, Potmaster I'll, I'll find, questions, I'll find some questions. Yeah, like for, find questions that have actually been asked on Potmaster and uh, and test me. We'll, do, we'll we'll see if I can. We'll do it in the next link. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Okay, I've googled yeah. some questions. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Can you do uh, Ken Bruce's voice? I'll have a Ken, Ken Bruce Potmaster on uh, Radio 2. Really Let's have a look at the question. Is it all? I won't be able to keep it up. Reginald <laughs> Kenneth Dwight is better known by which name? Oh, Elton John, isn't it? Is it Elton John? Correct. Yes. yes. Elton John. That's easy on that. Is that a- <laughs> what? <laughs> Just turning to Victor Meldrew at the end. It's just Margaret. <laughs> Four two nine one. In which four two nine one. In which <laughs> in which year did Brian Adams spend a record breaking? <laughs> He's done it to make some out of it. In which year did Brian Adams spend a record breaking six weeks at number one with everything I do, I do it for you. Oh yes. Uh, what like year, Jason? Nineteen ninety. I'm Bruce. <laughs> oh, you're a year out. It's 1991. <laughs> <laughs> Queen returned to the top of the charts with Bohemian Rhapsody in 1991. Yeah. But in which year did the track first reach number one? Oh, God. 79. It's a he doesn't have. <laughs> Very good. First reach number one. 79. Oh, you're four years out. It's 1975. Oh, oh 75, was it? 75, eh? Oh, this is not villain with confidence. Ken, Ken is, this is not a happy Ken Bruce. Oh, no. Go on. Sorry, Ken. Yawn Again is a tribute band for which famous pop group? That's ABBA. I know that. ABBA, correct. Yeah. So can you name the members of the band there? What, in the Yawn Again? In, in the ABBA. Oh, in actual ABBA. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> in your actual ABBA? Um, like there's a, Bjorn, there's a Bjorn. Benny, I think. A Benny and a Bjorn. Benny and Bjorn. Uh, is there an Anna? Ag- or an Annie? Anna and Agnes? And an Agnes? Uh, yeah, is that's Agnes? it. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. It's Agnes, yeah, Anna, Anna, Bjorn and Benny, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, final question. Pop pass to a meek Bruce. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's really good. It's really good. I won't be able to do it again. It's so good. <laughs> Desert. <laughs> De- <laughs> Desert oh. Island Discs has been oh, has God. had four regular hosts since it began in 1942. Can you name three of the four Ooh, regular hosts? That's good. That's good. Well, uh, Kirsty Young. Kirsty Young. My favourite, I have to say. Yeah, she's great. Lawrence, Lawrence, Lauren Laverne did it, didn't Lauren she? Lauren Laverne is doing it now, currently. And then, <laughs> was it Sue Lawley did it for years? Sue Lawley did it Sue from Lawley 1988 it? to 2006. Yes, that's right. Do you, know been... the, do you know the name of the original host and the man who created the show? <laughs> I don't, I'm afraid. Uh, Roy Palmley, of course. Ah. Uh, 1942 to 1985 he did the show, and then it was Michael Parkinson. That's me, Ken Bruce, having a lovely day. <laughs> that was my favourite thing that has ever happened. What, my Ken Bruce? <laughs> your Ken Bruce. It's better than your Josh Whittacombe. Oh. What's going on with the size of phones these days? <laughs> <laughs> They're massive. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio with Steve Edge. Uh, thanks to our friends at Anchor Butter, we are giving you the chance to win a family bundle of goodies to get you through spring and summer. It includes a PlayStation 4, as well as a selection of board games and a wireless projector. How about that, Steve? Ooh, Stepped good. up a gear this week, haven't we? Yeah, wireless. We want to spread some joy in this time of crisis. Family is important to me, and I know uh, that it's important to Anchor Butter as well. You lot have been getting in touch on the Absolute Radio website to tell us your funny stories of when kids in your family have been less than perfect. And we've got some beauties here. Uh, Catherine Caldicott says, Jason, when my son was about four, he discovered where I kept my nail varnish. Totally my fault. I should have hidden it better. I agree, you should have. Uh, He then proceeded to paint his face and hair with the lovely red, which was my favourite colour. So when I saw him at first, I thought he'd had a terrible accident as it looked uh, like he was covered in blood. Unfortunately, I didn't have any nail varnish remover, so after calling my doctor to check if it was okay to use the remover on him, I then had to go to the shops with my son covered in the varnish to buy some. The reaction of other shoppers was the same as mine, thinking that he'd been in some terrible accident. I got stopped three times by people asking if my son was all right. A bit embarrassing. Wow. For that one, cheeky monkey. Yeah. Donna Caldwell. When my daughter was little, she told us she wanted a tiger for a pet. Of course we told her no because tigers live in the wild, so she said that was okay, and she went to play. When I went to check and I discovered she had coloured her little brother in with an orange and black marker pen and was trying to teach him to roar. It took days to wash off. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. I like that. Tiger King. Uh, Gerald Jones says, My son, when he was three years old, he was ready to go to nursery. It was time to get rid of his dummy. Oh, that's a nightmare. Absolute nightmare moment. 
We tried to hide it, but you always found it. <laughs> I would suggest you weren't hiding it in the right places. Yeah. A three-year-old can work it out. <laughs> so my wife, one afternoon, threw it away in the green bin. It gets emptied every three weeks. My wife told him that the bin monster had taken it away. Oh, this sounds a, a good idea. Yeah, uh, it's just scary. <laughs> and he was devastated, but carried on like a little trooper. A few weeks later, my wife was in town with my son and the bins were being emptied. He casually walked up to the bin men and said, you stole my dummy and kicked him in the shin. Wow. My wife was devastated, but well, all the other bin men thought it was very funny. <laughs> I bet they did. <laughs> I bet they did. One of them. <laughs> right, three cracking stories. Going to play a song and deliberate over which one's the best and deserves our prize. All thanks to Anchor Butter at the heart of Britain's brilliant foods, providing buttery betterness since 1886. Jason, Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. And for the next few weeks, we're giving you the chance to win a family bundle full of goodies thanks to Anchor Butter. Before that song, we read out three great stories from people whose kids had been less than perfect. Uh, We had Catherine's uh, nail varnish disaster, Donna, whose child painted her other child like a tiger with permanent markers, and uh, Geralt Jones, whose uh, child essentially assaulted a key worker. Uh, I've been mad. Uh, so, um, what do you reckon, Steve, out of those three? I mean, they're all good, aren't they? But I think mm. uh, I think it has to be the the assault. <laughs> I think we should reward the assault. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so too. Also, you know, we're, we're, it's we're, just the memory of a child. It's just the child remembered there's a bin monster. I'm going to take out the bin monster. It's a good. It's a, actually a life lesson that she didn't realise was coming. <laughs> yes, and also the people who work with the particular bin man who did get a kick in the shin even years later he's called like you oh, know shin, shin kicker dave or whatever he, you know what i mean he's that's yeah, still his name <laughs> yeah the, the bin monster yeah. uh, so okay that's our favorite one so Geralt jones uh, congratulations to you and your family a huge entertainment bundle of prizes heading your way we've got one more chance to win next week and because i'm feeling pretty generous there are going to be two winners. So head to the absoluteradio.co.uk website and tell us your favourite funny story of when a kid has been less than perfect. And thank you to Anchor Butter, at the heart of Britain's brilliant foods, providing buttery betterness since 1886. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for tuning in this week to the Jason Manford Show here on Absolute Radio. Uh, thanks, Steve. That was um, those actions right. are so funny. Oh my god, that's I've properly laughed there. Uh, so Steve <laughs> will um, be back uh, next week as well. Um, if you, I, 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 I'll, I'll let you know how Popmaster goes. Uh, if you're not a Radio Two listener, I'm sure next week. Wish me luck. Wish me luck. Um, and we will I'm see sure you. You'll be fine. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. We'll see you bright and early uh, next week here on Absolute Radio. Have a lovely Sunday. Enjoy your week. Take care. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.